0: Hey, this is Mike hey this is Kaz and you are listening to two book watch knobs the only watch podcast that knows one day their prince will come you have made it all the way to episode 219 Michael happy episode episode 219 Michael episode like I say the word episode how are you how are you doing well <laughs> we,
1: we've been gone for so long it seems we've been gone two at minutes? an
0: undisclosed location for many weeks. Now we took a break last week. Uh, you know we're here in the states. There was the Fourth of Fourth Ju- of July, and so I te- I texted Michael. I'm like, "Hey man, you want to record?" And you didn't you didn't text this, but I just heard you. Just I heard I felt you go. Ah, I'm really <laughs> tired. It's been a long week. Do you want to just take the weekend? I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm also tired. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't type sigh, but I heard it. You yeah. know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that. The, the the week before the, the long for the July weekend was insane. because mm-hmm. I mean, everybody wants to squeeze in their shit right before the long weekend, and so yeah. it's a mad dash to get everything done and you just beat at, yeah. the, at, the, at the end of the week.
0: For me, at work, it's everyone tries to get everything done the week after the long weekend, so now we All have right. four, four, the fucking worst. So now we have four days to get five days worth of stuff done. You know what I mean, and it's just like, ah, uh, so yeah, to- I totally feel. But I, I felt your professional just exhaustion <laughs> in text, and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, that's right, that's how I know, that's how I know it's love. <laughs> I, sw- I read how tired he sounded. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but no, we're back. Episode two hundred uh, nineteen. I hope that's right. This is gonna be a cool one. Michael and I have been going through lots of changes. Lots of. Lots of watch collecting changes, emotional changes, and um, huge shout out to one Mister M W Hunsticker Michael. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the W is. Michael Hunsticker. This show topic, this show idea goes out to you. Uh, if you guys recall, we get ideas from people all the time. and We just have a list of hundreds and hundreds of ideas, and this one today resonated really well with us. Episode two hundred nineteen, titled. The last watch we'd ever sell. Precipitated by the fact that Michael and I are cleaning house. Yeah. Cleaning, we're killing our, dar- our darlings. We're putting them in pillow sacks and we're drowning them and we're holding them under the water. And there's a big splash and then some small bubbles and then no bubbles. And then our watch collection has been culled. What were you that's, saying, a waste, sorry. that's
1: a waste of watches. Waste of- <laughs> you can sell those things. <laughs> I cut you off. You? What were you saying? No, I'm sure I'm sure and I'm sure even now with that reveal people have their assumptions of uh you know which watches those would be. So uh it'll it'll be fun to kind of tease for a bit and uh and eventually make that reveal. So yeah, yeah I've I've been feeling the same way. I mean um it's kind of like like those memes that have been going around, where it's the uh, my parents in their thirties or my parents in their twenties. You know, we should buy this house. Uh, me now, I wonder if I can save enough for a black baby. You know, my birthday. <laughs> you, <laughs> start, like you start you
0: start doing paycheck math and being like, oh, but well, we're supposed to get the Christmas bonus at the end of the fifty first week? So maybe I can just squeak in there if this does not sell on David S. W. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think mean, we've all done that math. <laughs> <sighs> well, you made a great. We we you and I were talking. We were texting, and you made a great comment to me um, that was probably very innocuous to you at the time, but to me, stuck with me and it resonated a lot. It doesn't make sense to have so much money tied into watches.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's that's a big that's a big part of it, mm. you know, because when you're getting into watches, so much of it is. Oh, you can enter the hobby at this price bracket. You can enter the hobby at this price bracket, and it's really a a frog in a boiling pot kind of deal because nobody ever talks about how much you've invested into it. Yeah. Um, You know, and especially if you're caught in that phase of just um, cycling through Seikos and and watches in in that price bracket, you're really kind of just um, almost pricing yourself out of the hobby. Mm. Uh, or at least the longevity of the hobby. Um, so yeah, that that's it's, it's less, less less about can you afford it, and and, and more about should you. <laughs> Do you actually you, need this? You
0: like it? like like. But well, because the thing is, like, it, it what you said resonates also with the pitfall that so many people fall into with watches, where they see it as this tiered collecting trajectory where you become a better collector by spending more money, but you have to also take into account how much money you actually sink into it. How much money have you actually spent on watches? Because in your mind, it's like, oh, I just have like a couple, you know, $400 Seikos. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. but what about everything around that? Like, what have you bought before that? Plus at the same time, a couple $400 Seikos, 800 bucks, I mean, fucking groceries man go on vacation somewhere like don't like (laughs) why why are you gonna wear your fucking groceries on your wrists you know what i mean why are you gonna wear six like six months worth of groceries on your fucking stupid wrist like i (laughs) I joked on
1: the slack have you maxed out your 401k (laughs) (laughs) this year (laughs) (laughs) i haven't um i haven't (laughs) you kidding me I'm, yeah. I'm doing
0: David W math bro oh, you're exactly. talking about 401k so it's just it's <clears throat> it's just interesting because it's not so much saying hey don't buy what you love but more saying don't buy more than you think you need like because people feel the need to only fall in love with stuff that's mm-hmm. expensive not everyone but that's just the weird thing that happens in this hobby like I talk to so many people and they'll be like oh yeah you know I just got this watch, but man, I'm really saving and hoping one day I can get, you know, a VC like overseas or something like that. And it's just like, yeah, don't you want Mm -hmm. to a like a down payment on like a home instead? Like, I mean, shouldn't that be your like aspiration? I mean, I don't know.
1: You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe there are some circumstances where that's still okay. Um, You know, some, especially if somebody's looking for that exit watch, I would encourage it. Yep totally if that's if that's well, gonna if that's gonna pull you out one day
0: well absolutely but it's the thing we also always say never make a watch purchase that puts you in financial dire straits if you can make a purchase and it's totally fine and you're not sitting there saying i can buy this watch and i know we'll be okay because next week i get my paycheck and that'll just kind of bring me back to it like yeah that's the wrong line of thinking for yeah buy a watch
1: and Somebody there was there was a pretty hot thread on Reddit watches I think mm. this week where someone got fed up and uh, I think the title was if you if your collection has a Rolex and Omega or this this and that stop posting it with the title of my humble collection or it's not much <laughs> but it gets me by yeah. and and there was somebody there was somebody that commented under there uh, who said you know. I suspect even most people that own Rolex watches or Omega watches don't own them responsibly, in the sense that they're probably uh, isn't even a week's worth of groceries in the house, and uh, they're <laughs> living paycheck to paycheck. So, yeah, probably. Yeah. You know? So we so, can get it. We can get into that, and it's it's. I guess this is growing up. It's just fucking <laughs> watches.
0: Everyone, like. Think of it this way also. The money you earn through work is something the world compensates you for for your time. You yeah. will never get your time back. The time yeah. you spend listening to Michael and I talk for, I don't know, six or eight minutes is fucking time you're never going to get back.
1: <laughs> so, so hopefully you, it's entertaining. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: hopefully. Oh yeah, I should, I should probably I should probably you know frame that better. Hopefully you're liking the time that you're giving to us. Uh, thank you for joining us in the Two Broke Watch But the thing is, if you spend money on a watch that's time that you're spending on a watch that you're never going to get back again. Are you actually using your time properly? You yeah. know, like, yeah. and so it's just, it's, but Michael, we're grownups now. This blows.
1: I know. I, and I, I, <laughs> I, I feel bad because some, some well-intentioned people do write into the show and they, they say <sighs> things, you know, it's kind of sad to see you lose this passion that you had for watches and I just I don't really see myself losing the passion I think I think I'm seeing the passion through a different lens yeah in the sense that I would like it to have a little more uh, longevity and sustainability so I mean I can't um, we still you know, love watches yeah yeah I just I just I want the hobby to exist in my life equally with other things I, I will admit that I put way too much focus into watches um, just e- even in times when literally watches have been my work and my hobby. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about feelings this episode, and we'll talk about feelings. Get your st- feeling caps st- Stuff on that everyone. might not stuff that might not be uh in the collections.
0: Are you ready for the hate mail? I am super pumped. Yeah. For all the hate mail.
1: Yeah, it's it's gonna be bad. <laughs>
0: Do to, Michael, do you want to make history with me for the 219th time? Would you finally like to get to the wrist check with me? After, like, 10... There's probably people at home, like, kicking their fucking car stereo. You fucking nerds. Just tell us where we're on your fucking wrists.
1: You want Four and, to and a, a half star check?
0: review. I know, right? Four and a half star review. Talked about money, didn't talk about their watches.
1: Lame. Yep. I always, me, for- I always forget the year that they call this one. So let me... Uh...
0: Would you like me to go while you look that up?
1: Yeah, you go first. I always go first for episode because I like I like hearing your voice. For episode <laughs> two hundred
0: nineteen, I am wearing the Slava Medical. Uh, so it's a really really cool watch. Long time listeners of the Two Book Watch Knobs podcast, um, like know about this watch. This uh, the f- one of the first things I really gravitated towards in uh, just watch collecting was this really weird not very well-developed niche of um, vintage Soviet watches. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, any watch that was created in the Soviet Union or sort of like peripheral Soviet bloc country between 1917 and approximately 1991. um, It's a really incredibly just rich history like niche to get into. It's also really low stakes. Like, I could probably think of maybe one or two vintage Soviet watches you'd want to spend four figures on and really, then maybe only five or ten. You'd want to spend three <clears throat> most of the time to get be under a hundred bucks for everything, and it's yeah. fun. It's really, really, really fun. And so, when um, I first got into vintage Soviet watches, there were two that caught my eye. The first was the, the Raketa Big Zero, which um, which I got very early on. I got super lucky, uh, and I got that watch. Now they're getting pretty hard to find. Um, so, I, but I got mine and the other one was this Slava Medical the Slava Medical is a it's the only mechanical pulse meter produced in the Soviet Union there were other pulse meters at the time but there were courts. you know Raketa had one um, Luke had one or however you said I have no idea I don't, I don't speak Russian um, should at this fucking point you think uh, but the Slava was the only mechanical one it's essentially a watch where you know how on a chronograph scale you'll have their, either have like a telemeter or a tachometer. Yeah. This has a dial scale, but it's for uh, pulse rate. So you're supposed to wait till either twelve or six o'clock, and then as the second hand does its sweep across the scale, that's how you're able to determine, like you know, heartbeats per I don't know, minute or whatever. I have, a, I have a video on it. Oh my god, I made a video on this, Michael. How much time did I have <laughs> back then when I made a video? Oh my god. Yeah, look for that video. I'll I guess I'll, I'll put it on the site or something like that. Um But yeah, I thought I would wear this. It's been a while since I've worn it. Still fucking love this watch. It wears so good. You know.
1: Yeah, what would you do if you went to the doctor's office and nobody hooked you up to any of those doohickeys? Instead, to check your pulse, they actually lifted their wrist to to look at a, a Slava medical.
0: If I went to a doctor's office today and that happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would take my pants off and ask the doctor to lower their lower their pulse, hand. if you just you can just check my pulse, a little bit lower, you'll find the strongest heartbeat just south of the border. Like if that actually fucking happened in real life, that would be insane. By also, way, also
1: this, when we're done, do it again digitally because it's d- probably wrong.
0: It's gonna be wrong. It's like a fifty-year-old watch. It's gonna be wrong. Please, please, please use modern technology for my vital signs <laughs> <laughs> not, not sure like willfully perverse antiquated technology I'm going to use my watch as my dive timer no please just <laughs> please. you don't. can have you can have it on but just please please use technology today's technology uh, to God. that's good but, um, but yeah it took <clears throat> me a long time to find this thing um, lots of highs lots of lows this is a watch I paid three figures for I paid $250 for this watch which is an astronomical mm. amount of money to pay for a Soviet watch Yeah, But it was an appropriate amount of money to pay Because honestly this thing They're super rare They only come up maybe once or twice a year Less in the condition that I got mine in Mine's basically fucking perfect
1: And it was eBay It was eBay So there's hope for eBay
0: That's the other thing guys guys and gals If you want to get the Soviet watches You have to buy from eBay Or Etsy For some reason yeah. Soviet watch sellers uh are on Etsy because I think the fees are 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 lower. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to buy from non-US sellers. You you have to get over that, like, I'm like, oh, I'd rather buy from someone American. No, don't. You, <laughs> you you don't know if it's gonna be real because the the Soviet watches I've seen for sale from American sellers, usually but they they've been fake. You know, and these are like properly like good like Instagram like trusted sellers and it's like yeah no it's a, that's a, a fake I don't want to say what but it's a fake XYZ that they're selling and they're charging like 300 bucks for it so you don't have don't buy from American sellers um, and um, well I forgot the other thing oh, yeah 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 that was it buy on eBay buy on Etsy buy from people where these watches came from you're going to see a lot of Russian Federation you're going to see a lot of ukraine you're gonna see a lot of like bulgaria and stuff like that that's where you want to buy the watches from Mm -hmm. so but that's what i'm wearing i'm wearing this lava medical man it's been a while this thing is fucking this thing is so cool
1: it has been a while you had to put that that gs away
0: i had to i had to pry (laughs) that thing off my (laughs) wrists with a crowbar Uh you know
1: I love how you, how you still have this little carpet in the background of your wrist shots. <laughs> that's my, that's my <laughs> little carpet. I don't know why.
0: Uh, I've just kind of always had one. Um, it's, I don't know if it's like a brown people thing. I don't know if nora has got one, but like I, I, most people I know who I grew up with in, like, in like the Desi community, for some reason we had these little carpets. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. It's just always been with me, you know? <sighs> Too good. <laughs> What do you got? Did you find the Did you find the year or whatever you were looking for? for I did. For? Good.
1: <laughs> and I feel bad because I talk about this brand so much, but they they have some some uh, reissues, and I forget the years every once in a while because I've been looking at so many of them. Uh, I have the CWC 1983 uh, Royal Navy Diver cool. Quartz reissue. Uh, this thing is—it's one of those watches that really makes you think. You know why. Why am I even doing this? Like, this? Uh, I, I made a post on Instagram the other day and I don't know. I forgot what the caption was. It was something like, sorry, there's like a lot of dogs barking.
0: All, all, all the dogs oh, are barking.
1: They're so mad about the CWC. <laughs> uh, get, about, about my caption. Get yourself a solid quartz diver and stop buying watches. Oof. That's what I wrote. <laughs> 461 likes. Yeah, hey, that's pretty cool. There you go. Um, Yeah, this, this is, uh, they are, they are out of the first batch, I think, but on a post that I made before, um, I think CWC commented back on our post and said uh, that a new batch is coming or actually they reposted our photo and then said that a new batch is coming. So Hmm. if you've been looking for one of these, just kind of sit tight. It does take CWC a while, um, sometimes to get those new batches in and it's, little unpredictable I will say that this is one of those brands where I will recommend signing up for the newsletter (laughs) because it actually does keep me up to date uh so wherever you can find that do that um hashtag not sponsored I think they still don't know who I am exactly
0: (laughs) so many of these brands have no idea I think people really don't understand like like really like no one sponsors us and like no one knows who the fuck we are that's yeah. really probably for the best, but yeah, hashtag super, <laughs> super not sponsored. So I'm look. You know. I'm looking
1: at the review that I have, and I think, um, you know, one thing that I said is this is the perfect exit from the uh, that that again another one of those cyclical uh, watch buying stages where you're going through, or at least I was going through, homages to the mill Sub or homages mm. to this. Uh, yep. This one watch that I know I'll never have, but I can get this, this, and that. So you try four different things, and when you're done, you're twelve hundred deep into finding nothing. So yeah. this is this is the watch that kind of really for a while now uh, stopped that process for me. Um, you got some 41, fine photos on here too. Yeah, thanks. Forty-one millimeters, forty-five with the crown. Um, I don't have a lug to lug on here, but you know it's kind of just kind of a quartz mill sub and uh, I'll never forget actually I was just before buying this one um, I was talking to two guys who actually served <laughs> served her majesty uh, and and I you know I'd say you know, should I get the quartz one or should I get the uh, um, you know this, this fancy new automatic reissue that they had at the time and then that watch was over 3,000 after converting Jesus And, you know, one of these guys was just, dude, everyone's got the quartz ones. Just get that. (laughs) So uh, if you are, if you are into the idea of mil spec is something that I like to criticize. But if you are into that, um, you know, just just know that a lot of times it's going to be the cheaper, more serviceable option. So and the quartz is just perfect it, and even you can find maybe not the 1983 ones but you can find some 90s models uh, that actually have been issued or um, maybe not seen action but they've been worn during service and that's pretty cool if you want if you want something with uh, a little more of a story but yeah keep mm. an eye on these these quartz uh, reissues I think they're they're gonna be coming back with a new batch uh, soon cool that's super
0: cool I remember all the I, I remember the them the hunt for a mil spec sort of uh homage watch i just yeah this is it this ended it
1: yeah and a a, a final note about this watch it came with it came with a a a nato strap which is cwc's interpretation of the really overhyped um phoenix nato strap Uh, I went through a phase where I bought a ton of Phoenix NATOs Uh because I thought, oh, these are the, these are the straps to have if I want to be authentic with my military watch.
0: (laughs) Everyone's going to be so impressed at work when I come in on Monday.
1: (laughs) Dude, those things are such trash that I, that I've given them. I just give them away with my most recent watch sales. I'm just here. Here If you you want (laughs) to make up your own mind about, about the hype, but but for some reason, CWC's interpretation of it is just way nicer. The quality is <laughs> way better, um, so I might I might buy a couple more. But you you get one, you know, when you when you purchase the watch. I think it's pretty nice. It's nice. sort of a almost like a gunmetal gray kind of finish. So does your
0: does yours have like? some polished surfaces or are they just are these just weird photos um because i'm because i'm looking at like the website like their website now not ours.
1: the whole case is polished
0: oh interesting how do you feel about that
1: it doesn't really bug me much because i i had an older i had an older automatic cwc right um, and it was polished i think i think all of these were were polished and honestly, this thing is so beat to shit at this point. Um, it's it not looks polished anymore. <laughs> it looks really clean in these photos in the review. But if you see some of my recent photos um, on Instagram, the bezel is starting to get really thrashed around uh, twenty and thirty. Um, yeah, the the polish that. doesn't bug me.
0: I hear that. Yeah, you don't. You you tend to not baby your watches. I do not. <laughs>
1: I was I was gardening gardening with this thing uh, the other weekend so that what was you, fun.
0: What, what were you gardening? What were you planting? That's cool.
1: <laughs> I wasn't planting anything. I was pulling weeds. Ah, excellent. Yes, <laughs> that's the I kind know of gardening, gardening I can do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not thoughtful enough to <laughs> plant things. Yeah, I thought you were be, like
0: I thought you were like lovingly planting things and telling the nice things as you planted them and like encouraging them to grow. But like, no, if you're just pulling. If you're taking life rather than fostering it, yeah, I can do that. I can do that kind of gardening. I can do the killing kind of gardening, but not like the. I, sh- uh, I
1: should I should get into that with the upcoming collapse and all that.
0: <laughs> we do bullets and beans, man. <laughs> bullets and beans. All right. I can't find a photo of your watch on here. It's fine. I'll look for it later. Um, super cool. This is a good wrist check, actually. I don't think these watches have been together in air in a while.
1: Yeah, that's true. I um, uh, that's, that's a good point. I, I haven't worn this one for a bit, at least on air.
0: Telling you, man. Uh, let's see here. What do we have on the agenda? Bam. Michael, top, top story. Not really. Um, You know, let's, let's do some housekeeping things. <sighs> What's all this stuff with, like, the fake watches on YouTube thing? We well, were talking a little bit about this. Let's talk a little bit, a, a topical news of the horological day.
1: Yeah, I don't want I, I don't want this to to evolve into green text four chan stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems it seems like there's been uh, an issue with some channels on YouTube producing um, really honestly high quality content on the comparison of an authentic watch versus a, a replica watch, um, and the replica world is something that we've addressed recently. Uh, I remember texting you this. This must have been years ago mm. when we did this episode. But I said something like, "Kaz, like I found I found this other world of forums and sites completely yeah. dedicated and subreddits, just just dedicated to finding the best replica watch. And it's it's not something that we. I mean, we did the episode and and all that, but um, we didn't clarify, think about
0: you. Don't mean homage watches."
1: No, not homage watches, like replica watches. Fake
0: replica says Rolex or fucking Omega yeah. on the dial or whatever.
1: Yeah. Do, yeah. Not even not even Po-lex. It says Polex. <laughs> <laughs> Rolex. <laughs> but we didn't really we left that discussion not really thinking about where this where this would evolve. Mm. And I, I was watching a I mean, we've talked about her before, Jenny L. She mm. does I mean insanely high quality videos. Um, I don't, otherwise I don't know much about her, but she had this this video about a fake Daytona. And every time that she wanted to call out the difference, you know, between the fake and the real one, it's like, oh I'm gonna pull out my electron microscope <laughs> <laughs> and and I and you know, I, I thought, wow, that's that's crazy and you know, continued with my day. And then uh I saw some folks on the Slack channel kind of saying, you know, we're we're noticing a, some channels disappearing. We don't know what forces are at play behind the scenes. Uh, so I'm not sure what's happening. It's something that we have to investigate and probably do a, a proper episode on. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, apparently there's there's some controversy about whether or not these, mm-hmm. these hyper-accurate replicas should even be getting this this kind of airtime. Is it is it educational or are you still turning people on to them? Because yeah. you might even still be buying them as a reviewer and you might even be getting them for free, which means you're, you're interfacing with these these companies in some way.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting because it's one of those things where <clears throat> people generally already have their minds made up if they're fine yeah. buying fake watches or not. And so if I'm someone, and I'm not, that doesn't really think fake watches are a big deal and that it's fine, if I'm watching a, a video... About someone comparing the two and the thrust of the video is literally them saying, Look at the fake. It has, you know, a small a small little smudge at the S over here when I'm at fifty thousand, you know, zoom on my electron microscope I'd be like, I don't care, I'm buying that fake watch. That looks really cool. Like people already have their minds yeah made up, even if your videos trying to change their minds. People don't have their minds changed by that kind of stuff. So mm the point that um we were talking about Nick Harris over at Orion at Rhine watches the point i think one of the points that that i agree with, like with nick on is that any sort of exposure like that is wrong like you don't mm-hmm. have to show the fake watch to talk about the differences between a real watch and like a fake version of a watch like any sort of screen time negatively impacts the the actual like proprietary nature of the authentic watch. You know what I mean? So it's just... It is definitely a sticky issue. And I think it is one of those things where everyone's kind of got their mind made up. Uh, there's a very small amount of people who would actually, I think, have their minds changed by, by something. I'll say the most convincing thing I ever heard, actually, was, um again, Nick. Because Nick's very passionate about this um, over at Orion Watches. Check out Orion Watches, by the way, everyone. Um The best argument he had is that people will see a fake watch and any flaw with the fake watch, they'll then inadvertently attribute to the authentic watch. And they'll be like, uh, you know what? I don't think I'm going to like that watch because, uh, you know, I tried to, I bought like a replica and that wasn't that great. So I don't think it's right for me.
1: Hmm.
0: It's a really great point, actually, because I thought I, well, actually, I still don't know for sure. But after my experience with the Tiger Concept <laughs> Black <Bay> 36, <laughs> uh I was pretty convinced after that that I was just gonna hate the tutor Black Bay 36, but then I forgot the context. But but I think Nick and I were talking about that, and he made that comment. I'm like, okay, well, fuck. I then technically don't have enough information to determine if I actually do or don't like the Black Bay 36. I wasted my time on that tiger concept, you mm-hmm. know. So it's weird. It definitely is interesting. I'm let's let's do some more research and then maybe try to like bring this up in a future discussion just in gr- regards to you know the potential implications of doing a this versus that comparison with a fake watch and a real watch and that kind of stuff and just the nature of it as well but it, but it is it is interesting so i guess the scuttlebutt is that someone is reporting those channels and youtube is taking them down
1: yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if that's the case. I just know that some people have disappeared.
0: <laughs> Michael, you can't just say disappeared like that. It's just watches, man. <laughs> We're not dealing in, like, NSA secrets or nothing. <laughs> Yet. People's <huh>? people's <laughs> channels have been taken down. They're still here. Just because they're not on the internet doesn't mean they disappear. This is not Coco. Their channels just got taken down.
1: Oh my god, I think we have people in the house. One second, I'm gonna close the door real quick.
0: Good people or bad people?
1: I think they're I think they're good people. Okay, good. I think. We'll see.
0: Because if they're bad people, <laughs> blink twice and I'll call the cops.
1: Might be a home invasion. One second. This might,
0: might be a very, very amiable home invasion. Are you are you in the closet now? Oh, I'm alone. Alright. what else can we talk about? Yeah, I, um, is Michael really gone? Michael, you gone? This is great airtime. Yeah, the Tiger Concepts thing was weird. Michael, whenever you get back, you can start talking. Um, the Tiger Concepts thing was weird. I gave it a shot. I think I spent, like, 200 bucks, and the watch, a, you a, can t- go, oh, what's up? You're back. Is this a
1: Tiger Concept infomercial yeah, I figured, right now?
0: <laughs> I, I, I didn't know where you went, so I just figured I would talk about my experience with, uh, with Tiger Concepts. I bought the thing off, off like, directly from them for 200 bucks. It came in the mail. You can go and read my review. If you just Google Two Tiger Concepts, you're gonna see my fucking review. The watch fell apart. The screwback wasn't on entirely. It was just a piece of shit. And like every time I say that, people are like, "Oh, you didn't give it good enough chance." Like, no. For two hundred dollars, I gave it the best fucking chance it deserved. All right. I,
1: I buried that
0: watch. What? Where? Why, where? <laughs> in the hopes that it would sprout into a Tiger Concepts tree? Like, I don't. know. Where's the that's watch? A, that's, that's Is that exactly how you kill it. the weeds?
1: <laughs> That's exactly it. Did you bury?
0: <laughs> you buried the watch under those I, weeds, and they
1: withered and died under its
0: disgustingness.
1: It's somewhere in West
0: Seattle. You outweeded the weeds, dude. <laughs>
1: oh boy! No, did you, I, I, really, I, did you really
0: bury that watch?
1: <laughs> I I'll be completely honest with you. I don't know where that watch is. <laughs> That's fine. I've, I've moved so many times. I I just I don't know what, what I've done with it. It must be somewhere.
0: Take the movement out and just like fuck around with it. I don't know because yeah. it's got one of those um, DG uh, Miata clones.
1: I didn't believe you when you said that you could unscrew the case back just with your fingers. With and my that's fingers, how you got it.
0: That, that's how it showed up to me.
1: <laughs> He's exaggerating, and then I tried it, and it, it was true.
0: Yeah, I I didn't unscrew it like I didn't painstakingly look for one of those fucking like rubber sex balls and like unscrew my case back. It just came yep. loose. Well, that's good. Thanks Tiger Concepts. God forbid I have a sweaty wrist fucking day, you know. Mm-hmm. Give my movement in a salt bath. Jeez. Um are you in the throes of a home invasion right now or are you well?
1: I'm 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 fine. I'm fine. Okay, good. <laughs> my my <laughs> wife came in with a friend. Yep, so they're both okay, good. just chatting downstairs.
0: <laughs> uh, that's funny. Gleefully chatting. But yeah, let's 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 revisit the the fake watch replica watch homage watch thing in the in the future as this weird YouTube thing starts to develop yeah Michael <sighs> would you like to talk about selling watches
1: yeah let's talk about it I is this mean it's
0: safe I mean not really but this is kind of like a safe space
1: I still I still feel a little doubtful but I <sighs> I I think it will be better Just, I think I'll just be better off selling (sighs) selling some stuff selling some stuff
0: tell everyone at home what you're selling well (laughs) everyone get ready to send us (laughs) emails tbws.contact.gmail.com you can just pre-populate that into your email from your, your fucking ESP or who the fuck you use, I have no idea. Um,
1: so I, I posted this in the, in the Slack channel and yep. I said that I would not, um, for one month, I wouldn't make a formal post anywhere. Uh, so you won't see this on, I hate doing this anyways because you know, probably lazy in the end. But uh, the first one is the Tudor Black Bay GMT. <laughs> 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 and it's kind of funny because I've, I've been criticized of of, of making uh, very poor selling choices uh-huh. and to sell, to sell one of these watches right now is kind of dumb because the hype, the hype died down a little bit.
0: Mm.
1: And, uh, you know, I, I probably could have price gouged if I sold it, um, say like, I don't know, six months ago at the mm. latest. Um, I feel I feel good about it because um even though I do like the modern heft it is super chonky. It's I big. just I was I wore actually when when we went to um we went to Florida a couple months back that's the watch that I wore the most. Mm. Um, I brought the I wore the Panerai out just cuz I, you know, I wasn't sure if you wanted to look at it more or, or whatever. Yes. But the um the Black Bay is actually what I wore the most when we were in the parks and uh you know, just kind of around town in Miami. But um I don't know, it's it's really been in the box lately and so much so much of my focus in buying watches has been this armchair aviator mentality where where I look for these really cool pilot watches because I, yeah. you know, I like aviation. I like what pilots wear, what pilots use, and all that kind of stuff. I'm not ashamed of it, but <laughs> there's this, there's this really old thread, um, on a on a big old watch forum, I mean, that's it's my I don't know, maybe a hundred pages long, and it's it's about pilots. You know, what do you wear? And you know, more than half of them are like oh, an Apple Watch or a G Shock. Yep. Um, so somebody, I, I, I posted about this and someone asked me, Oh, but what will your flyer be? And I got this, I have this really cool G Shock, um, uh, GW Atomic that does a dual display or simultaneous display, dual time zone. That's pretty um, Yep. And it's kind of, if, if you're really, if you really want to, you know, simp for the Air Force guys, you just, uh, <laughs> just get yourself a, a G-Shock um you know cuz that's probably what they're all wearing anyways so um and honestly that watch is um i mean it's fine now it was completely overhauled by by Rolex in in Texas but i i was i was really turned off after the whole the, oh, whole the date, date thing. issue yeah um and i i th- i thought that i was in in that clean production range where they figured out what was going on um, and really, for what somebody—I mean, I, I bought it. I bought it used uh, from from a reputable dealer. Uh, but to think of, to think of the non-watch people that just walked into a a, a tutor ad and they paid, um, you know, how many thousands of dollars at the time? Maybe mm-hmm. it was their one nice watch. Uh, maybe the salesperson told them, "Oh, this is actually a Rolex. This is just like a Rolex." And then the person come comes home, and then three months later, it's it's skipping dates. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a fantastic watch. I don't have the wrist for it, um, and uh, it's just been in the box lately. Wow. So, and it's this this might be one of the reasons that I. Like the Explorer never never stuck around for a while, uh, the GMT Master didn't really stick around for a while, and the um, the Sub didn't really stick around for a while. I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder if even though I can't afford certain watches, am I getting those watches in a price range that I'm comfortable with? Because affording yeah. it affording it and being comfortable with tying up that much money in a watch. Those are two very different things. Exactly. And I'm starting to feel, you know, I used to I used to say, "Oh, maybe my exit watch will will one day be that five figure watch," mm-hmm. you know. And I used to joke with my wife, "Oh, like, I think I think even if I was a billionaire, I would never break fifty thousand for a watch." Um, I think maybe the the price range I'm. I'm comfortable really pursuing as something sustainable is much less than what I've been purchasing. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of, it's less, it's less falling out of love with the watch and, and more, I don't want to say an awakening, but just feeling less comfortable with watches in this price range. I don't know. Maybe, maybe TBWS is going to inadvertently go back to its roots
0: (laughs) it be possible. <laughs> what well, the, the least thing what you're describing is all, also is not necessarily a watch collector's condition it's it's very much a modern human condition people always end up spending more as they earn more and it never really gets the sense of um you never feel content with how much you're spending.
1: Absolutely not.
0: Because as you continue to earn more, you continue to spend more and you keep telling yourself, oh man, as soon as things work out and I get like a promotion and I get like that extra blah, blah, blah on top of my annual, I can do this. But then when you reach that stage, you just end up wanting more. As humans, we see everything we want and then when we get it, we just want more. So what you're describing is something to do with watches. People do with fucking groceries.
1: Yeah. You know? so true
0: and so it's just it's harder to break it with watches <laughs> yeah because we, we just get bombarded with all this fucking Instagram media and all the marketing from watch places and the 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 the, the really annoying fucking thing I said it at the top at the top of the show watch collection watch collecting these days makes you feel like you don't grow as a collector unless you spend more money it's like you can rate your level of seriousness in watch collecting with how much money you spent. Yeah. And that's like fucking stupid. Financial dog hanging never works. You know what I mean? Like it's so it's just it's you what you're saying is resonating with me very strongly is what I'm trying to say in a very, very roundabout way. You know?
1: Yeah, and I mean honestly No <laughs> nobody is the same person today than they were <laughs> than the person they were back in january 2020 <laughs> you're not the same person today yeah <laughs> and, and it really it really does make you think uh about what we all went through as as a species and uh where some of our priorities should should really lie i mean that that's a that's a different discussion altogether but i think um it, it does make you wonder if if you should again have this much tied into watches, even yeah. even if you can, even mm-hmm. if you comfortably can, or even if you responsibly can. Uh, so I mean that that's that's one watch. I mean you you held that 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 black bay, and you I think the first words out of your mouth was, you know, this is a this is a really well built high quality watch. Yeah, it it is it is by far my most high quality watch. It's super it, high quality. The it it, it was
0: like it was hefty. It was ch- it was like it was it was a bit not chunky, but like yeah. It it gave me that slab of watch feeling. Some watches like give you that like this like, is like like a high quality slab of metal feeling. Yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? More so than the Panerai. More so <laughs> than the,
0: the Panerai had very like nuanced curves and edges. So yeah. you don't get that like slab watch feeling. You know. Yeah. So it's just oh, so he well, uh, are you looking to just get rid of it or are you and because i don't i don't follow the market on on the on Tudor gmts i don't really know is it are you are you in break-even territory right now with the current market or
1: oh yeah probably i mean uh, that's good at least that that's that's that shouldn't be an issue um and you know some some people have asked like, oh do you have plans for the funds that, that's another thing if, yeah, you, living. if you tell if you tell people you're selling something it's like oh what's your next move <laughs> you know uh, no, I, I don't have plans for the funds. <laughs> yeah. Just exactly. Continue to live. I'm continue uh, to
0: live as a fucking content
1: human being. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that that's, that's one that I, I, I thought about a lot and I'm excited uh, for you, man. That's cool. Yeah, it it didn't, it didn't even really, it, it might've made a s a a strong emotional connection at some point, but, um, I don't know. It's it's still a nice watch, but I can I can definitely live without it. There there are other watches that I have um or even maybe other cheaper watches that I can get into that have um that that bring that same kind of satisfaction. And yeah. I'm not even I'm not even talking about a Pepsi homage or anything like that. Uh again, if you look at something like this this G-Shock that I have here, um you know, you probably have more more people wearing this kind of stuff anyways so mm. yeah that's 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 one of the one of the big ones that's um, a good one do, do you would you like to share i we we didn't talk about we can I just sharing. kind of take turns
0: <laughs> yeah i'm looking at my wall behind me because I, I turned all the shelves behind me into like wash storage so i'm looking
1: mm-hmm. i'm getting rid of the sumo that's a big one <laughs> I I, a I had a sneak sneak peek into this months ago. But uh I'm sure some folks are surprised.
0: Yeah, getting rid of this demo. Um here's the funny thing about that watch, and what I think the hang-up becomes with a lot of people, they don't want to get rid of a watch because they don't want to dishonor or discredit all the great memories they have with the watch. Mm-hmm. You don't need a physical totem to really respect and cherish your memories because yeah. that's all the watch is. The watch isn't my memories. The memories are what I have in my fucking head and what I've experienced and like experiences that I've had like wearing the watch while hanging out with my wife. a lot of those were on vacation because that's that was like my vacation watch for a long mm-hmm. time. I am not disrespecting the memory of all those great times I had on vacation. By getting rid of the watch, because here's the reality. Also, I'm trying to think of the most scientific way I can say this. It's a fucking giant watch. It's just a giant fucking watch.
1: Yeah, it 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 it's looks it looks good big. on you, but it is a big watch. It is it's like a wrist cuff communicator.
0: It's a very comfortable <laughs> wrist cuff communicator, but it's a giant fucking watch. And like we're on that we're on that right now with watches. Um, I just I just. I just like small quartz watches. I'm. I don't like watches that have too much. That are too thick. That's why right now, that Grand Seiko SPGV two three three and um, that Omega Seamaster two five four one, those are
1: perfect. I could tell Kaz. Kaz perfect. is a different man. Last time I saw him, <laughs> you know, I, I put a. I put a Panerai in front of Kaz. I put a Tudor GMT in front of Kaz, and he was like, "Eh, all right. these things are big. <laughs> They're heavy." <laughs>
0: what do you do what do you know this weight for I don't understand yeah they were the panorama was fucking heavy dude gorgeous but like oh like is one of your arms bigger than the other one because it's a heavy fucking wash you
1: know
0: (laughs) yes and so like I'm, I'm in this brain space right now where it's like I just don't if a watch is too big, I don't wear it. But I keep it because of the memories I have attached to it. But the memories I have attached to it don't exist because I keep the watch. The yeah. memories exist because they happened and I experienced them. I don't need the watch to remember. So that's just the brain space where I'm in right now. So Sumo... Sumo was going to go. You know what I've encountered that's interesting whenever I do this, that mental game of like getting rid of a watch... If I feel emotionally prepared, I get deterred by anticipating what I think other people will say.
1: Well, yeah, it's like you said, you know, you you have that fear of disrespecting the memories. Mm -hmm. Um, It's worse when you have an army of people that listen to your podcast that have heard you (laughs) talk about those memories and that watch for the past several years it's okay to change everyone so people people <laughs> will respond by saying how could you <laughs> how could you disrespect frozone
0: treats where you first dented your bezel in the disney fantasy how dare you sir
1: how could you do this to me <laughs> <laughs> it's okay to
0: change yeah. i probably have totally said in the past i would never get rid of it
1: oh yeah yeah i probably said the same thing about the gmt uh-huh. like, oh i found my perfect uh pepsi or whatever
0: yeah it's okay to change. Don't feel yeah. like you have to be this unwavering, monolithic type of watch collector. Oh, I only collect green watches Yeah. between 40 and 40. She's like, no, do whatever you want. Don't force yourself to stick into something if it's not bringing joy. And so for me in the sumo, it was, I imagined the conversation I was going to have with my wife. Because I've mentioned to her a couple of times, like, hey, I'm thinking about getting rid of stuff like maybe the sumo. And she would be like, Well, I don't want you to do anything that you'll regret because I know you like the sumo. And she's she's right. I like the sumo. I just don't like wearing it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just too big. Yeah. I you know. So that's <sighs> definitely that 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 that's that's probably one that I think would um would surprise folks. Yeah. What about you? What's the next darling <clears> to die?
1: Well, I'm gonna open up the box real quick. One second.
0: Okay, a box of wine or?
1: <laughs> I'm I'm trying I'm trying to see the ones that are gonna be killed off. Uh, not ki- again. This, 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 we're very very violent this episode. Whole
0: holding it down. <laughs> Dis- People are disappearing. <laughs> the trigger. People are disappearing. <laughs> what kind of show is this, man? <laughs>
1: Let's pull this one. Up.
0: I did a puppy drowning metaphor at the top of the show. Yeah, this is a weird one. We're killing a lot of things this episode.
1: Yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. I, 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 th- I think this is going to be the one that actually surprises people. Um, the uh, the Omega Speedmaster. There's there's a special... There's a special... And you know, what's, that's, <laughs> it's not even a hot watch. It's not even something that I would necessarily profit off of mm-hmm. but again it's uh, maybe because oh, I don't know first of all I haven't worn it in months mm. there there are other things that I that I gravitate towards um, you know I, I just I really haven't worn it in so long and I, I think I did mention that it had some some movement issues uh, the the running seconds yeah. hand would, would jam up for a bit you were mentioning
0: um, that's weird.
1: And you know what? Actually I, I wore it last week for a whole day and I wasn't doing that. So weird. Uh it, it's uh, th- this one's more mm. up in the air, but I think I think I'm going to pursue this sale eventually. Mm. Um but I do want to investigate uh you know if obviously if someone if I describe the issue and, and they say, oh, that's that's simply this issue. I can take care of that. I'm sure it, it would actually be a Speedmaster at a pretty good price, um, considering that someone might want to get it looked at. Did um, you,
0: is it the one you got from Lunar Oyster? Or am I thinking of someone else?
1: This is the one. This is the only <laughs> only Speedmaster I've ever had. Um, but I will say the watch was, after getting it from Lunar Oyster, I, I did have it fully serviced by Nesbit's in yeah, downtown yeah, Seattle, which is probably the best, probably the best people you, you could do, go to for, for Omega uh, in this area. Um, so I don't know. I have to, I have to look into this a little bit more, but I, I think, I think going through the lesson and the exercise of just not wearing this for so long and realizing that you again, have this much tied in watches or a watch that you're, effectively living without right um you know it, it just makes sense to to kind of for this one it would be more passing on because i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be laughing all the way to the bank selling a 3570.50 <laughs> you know right um it's just something that i've honestly felt pretty comfortable without uh, and I, I know there, there are some stories tied to this one. Uh, it's, it's tied to my move here. We have a Patreon episode about this, but yeah, that, that's a big memory watch for you. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes, sometimes those watches can, can leave you still. Mm. Um, and it's okay. And it's, it's kind of okay. <laughs> um, so this, this is one I'm, I'm thinking about, uh, and <laughs> here's kind of something funny. Um, we talked about downgrading to a flip phone uh, just <laughs> in, the pre, in
0: the in the pre-talk. Yeah,
1: I have an article. I have a review that I wrote here. Um, I guess we weren't doing dates at this point, but I wrote this. I wrote this a long time ago. It was pretty early TBWS. If you um, open
0: inspect element and look in the DOM, you can probably find a date attached to like a picture or something. Or if you open a picture in a new tab. There'll be a date attached to the uh, upload.
1: Very true. Very true.
0: I've had to play Anyways. this game a lot.
1: <laughs> Anyways, the title is The Bulova Lunar Pilot Chronograph. Oh, why yeah. I sold mine and why I'll probably buy another. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I know it's kind of, it's kind of a, a, a Speedmaster alternative. Um, this really was the most accurate watch I've ever owned, by the wow. way. <laughs> And I, I, ju- I just got to thinking there are a couple there are a couple new flavors of this watch I mean there there's the new one that you can get on a nylon strap and it has the no date dial with the old boulevard text man if that thing was around when I had this this watch I probably would have would have snagged that one instead yeah um, it it, it kind of seems obviously something speedmaster ish but something that I would probably wear more um, that's that's you know, I'm thinking way ahead. Yeah. But, but I just, I thought to myself, huh, Speedmaster does go. I wonder if I actually would buy one of these again. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Overall, I, I don't wear this thing much. Um, I think it's probably time to just let it go.
0: It's interesting. If you at home are listening, if you have like a watch box and you find yourself looking at a watch and you're just like, ah, I haven't worn this in a while. I should probably throw it on. That's probably a great contender to get rid of a watch. You shouldn't have to force yourself to wear a watch. If you're not wearing it for a long time,
1: you know that's, what i That's why I tried that. That's why I tried that this past week. Yeah. You know, I thought, wow, I, I think maybe I might really miss this thing and I had it on and, you know, I really wanted to make sure it was running well and it, you know, this time it was, um, i don't know it kind of it just didn't stick
0: mm-hmm. your your heart has already said goodbye for you
1: yeah <laughs> that that does make me feel a little sad but it's a watch it doesn't have feelings
0: it doesn't have feelings you do and you already have all your feelings with you you don't need the watch to feel your feelings and remember your memories you know yeah. what saying? i'm saying telling you man
1: yeah so hope hopefully folks are feeling okay with that um
0: who cares and, if they are and or aren't? It's your fucking watch.
1: And yeah, Speedmasters, Speedmasters are getting weird these days. Uh, I think, you know, we, we had some new models come out recently. And then we had that Ed White one, which is basically, I mean, it, it's funny because, well, no, actually, those things are selling over retail now also because people can't get them. So I thought I thought this would be the antidote to the Daytona madness. And then that just didn't happen because... Mm dealers can't get them for, uh, customers that are interested. Um, and then obviously the standard data, Deto- um, standard Speedmaster is getting more and more expensive. Um, I don't know. Yeah. That, that, that watch is just not sticking for me. At least not lately. Yeah. I do. I do look at this Boulevard and think to myself, Oh, that's kind of cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do remember how much you loved that watch.
1: I did. I did like it a lot, and I. You know what? I think I sold this watch. I'd have to check, but I. I may have just sold this watch to fund something else. But I might have sold it without even wanting to sell it. Deep in did my you, heart. D- did you fund it to get this to get the Speedmaster? I think I had the Speedmaster before I had this watch.
0: Uh oh! You shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah! You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I stuck it. I stuck a time math. Sorry.
1: Yeah. That's
0: so funny.
1: I see myself bitching about the the case size just maybe a 40 millimeter version
0: it isn't large it's 44 right yeah yeah <laughs> well it's a good thing you've been wearing that panerai
1: that's true because <laughs>
0: now that now your lunar pilot's gonna be fucking This could to be your small watch
1: yeah <laughs> it's all good I'm telling you man my turn yeah what what do you what do you got i'm scared I'm honestly <laughs> scared. Because I knew about I knew about the, the one that you just talked about. But this is I'm, a tough one
0: because this is a tough one because I like the watch. I think it's beautiful. I think it's very fun. But again, it's just hitting a little too large. And I did the I did the thing where the other day I'm like, eh, I haven't worn this in a while. Let me throw it on my wrist and um and see what's up. Um Having trouble saying it. <laughs> I think I as weird as it's as weird as it sounds. As much as I love the watch, I don't wear it. I think I might get rid of this Orient Star Semi Skeleton Diver, the Open Heart one.
1: The Open Heart one. Yeah, that's a nice watch.
0: I really like it a lot.
1: When it's <laughs> that's, too big. That's it's, a nice watch. It's big, and I feel I. I think I think it's a little redundant maybe now that you have that uh, that Seamaster.
0: That's the problem. The 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 dive watch that's over 40 millimeters, because there's two categories of dive watches for me that I'm trying to fill. There's the 40 millimeter and under dive watch, which I don't think I've really filled the way I want. I haven't filled yet. And then there's the over 40 millimeter dive watch. And for a long time, it was the Sumo. And then for mm-hmm. a long time, it was the Orion Star uh Open heart, yeah. But now it's the Seamaster. The Seamaster is forty-two millimeters in diameter. It's like ten millimeters thick. This Orient Star is forty-three millimeters, thirteen millimeters thick. It's too big.
1: Gosh, they make they make them so big. Even the Orient Star stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: it's a little too large and/or in charge.
1: <laughs> but it's
0: tough for me to admit that. It's beautiful. It yeah. is a beautiful fucking watch and like I told the story, I I I had fucking say a Japan hunt this down for me because they were oh, it yeah. was out of, it was out of stock everywhere. And so I feel like I'm disrespecting that memory. He won't be mad. He's he, he 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 doesn't give a shit. I'm sure he's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um so that, I think that's a tough one for me to admit because I do I love everything about the watch. I'm just not really excited to wear it. I'm excited yeah. to look at it. Ah, uh, you know what I'm saying?
1: I see. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I think, I think you'll be fine getting rid of that one. Um, I mean, you have you had that for even a year at this point? I got this December 2019. Ugh. I believe. Right
0: before it all went down. Right before the world (laughs) changed forever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got this (laughs) in 2019, December. So about a year. Wow. Or a little, actually close to two years, I guess. Jeez.
1: I think you'd be good. I'm not going to miss that one for you. (laughs) I know
0: I'll be fine, but it's just like, I fear. I remember I'm still really Petrified of what happened when I sold the Orient Star GMT.
1: Yeah, I would have been. I would have gasped more if you if you were gonna say that one. I think I, I
0: not selling that watch. I learned my fucking lesson.
1: And if you sell that watch, you sell it to me. God damn it! I'm gonna
0: sell it to you for a dollar, a hot dollar. No, the um, just people don't know. I have a. I have this um. This wonderfully gorgeous uh, pre-Epson takeover. Uh, Orient Star GMT. It's a very dressy DM, uh, GMT. The reference is WZ0071DJ. WZ0071DJ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got these fun stripes on the dial. Has a very, very beautiful red GMT hand. Um, it's a little on the thicker side, but there's something about that watch which is just so tight and just looks really fucking good on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, the uh, what was I? Uh, bad, poor. I was poor. I was very poor um, at one point in my life, and uh, I was just starting to sell things. And then I sold that watch. I sold that watch under financial duress because um, I needed to afford groceries, and I couldn't do yeah. that uh, at the time. Um, and I sold the watch, and I got my groceries, and it was fine. And then things turned out to be okay again. And then it hit me how much I really regretted selling that orange star gmt like really regretted not regretted because like i didn't get enough money or something like that but regretted because it wasn't in my life anymore and like that feeling i don't want to repeat that feeling ever again i got that i the, just just to just to add proper closure to the story for people who don't know this about story i got my orange star gmt back the exact one that i sold i got that one back I didn't get some sort of facsimile wife. I got my first wife back. You know what I mean? Um Now is a good feeling, you know.
1: The discussion, the discussion of selling and rebuying watches is also pretty popular in this space, and I think is that that's the only time you've ever done that and you got the actual you got the actual watch back. The you didn't you didn't rebuy watch. the watch. You you got the actual watch back.
0: I got my my watch that I traded away. For money, I got my watch back. (laughs) I didn't fuck around. I got. I wanted my fucking watch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it was heavy. I don't want to. I don't want to do that again.
1: Yeah, it's scary. I mean, I might. I might feel that way about some watches. Maybe. Maybe the Smiths. Maybe the. Maybe the mm. first. Four-digit sub, or sorry, five-digit sub. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know.
0: I don't know if I would feel that way about the Soaring Star um, Open Heart Diver. It's a beautiful watch. I love it. But to your point, it's redundant now. Yeah. If I'm going to grab uh, an over 40 millimeter dive watch to go and, I don't know, walk around town or get food with my wife, I'm, I'm grabbing my Seamaster. It's more comfortable.
1: That is that, that that's a nice watch. When I when I saw that watch in person after spending some time with it and, and sending it to you, um I was like, I missed you. I missed, <laughs> I'm happy you made it here safely. I missed you. Fancy seeing you again. <laughs> yeah, that's a nice watch. I it, it's hard it's really hard to justify I, I think and I think this is true with dive watches. You can find some more maybe Visual diversity, or um, you know, differences in comfort or style with chronographs or digital watches and things like that. But with divers, when you land on that that diver, it's really hard to justify so many others. So mm. I'm not am not surprised that you know, you're thinking about cutting the Sumo, you're thinking about cutting the, the Orient Star. Um, you know, I, I, I see that happening. Because like I said, I I want
0: now for me the new thing. I want a small diver. I want a 40 millimeter or under, not necessarily a diver, but maybe like a, like an everyday 40 millimeter watch that's not a dress watch or like a field watch. <clears throat> like honestly, for a long time, I talked about it on air a shit ton and I talk about it with you every now and then. I keep looking at that fucking um, Railmaster.
1: That's a cool one, man. It, it, and it would be nice to have something... Uh, 90s quartz Omega, mm-hmm. and then you know something contemporary
0: Omega, With like the Master Coax and all the bullshit. Yeah. It's perfect size. It's the perfect thickness. But that's way too much money.
1: To it is. To a it's a lot. It's a lot. And you know what? Actually, the um, even even some of those quartz uh bond divers, they're they're at a very different price point now than when you first started looking at them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, even, even Omega can be a lot, but yeah. I think, I think this is sort of a preview into the next installment of the Rolex versus Omega <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Just what people should be expecting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think you'll be fine without those two. The sumo is crazy because you, you wrote the, the, Probably the only haiku review of a watch that is existing on the internet today. I
0: should do that again. People really liked it. I did a haiku review. That was also when we were so just pissed off with reviews because they had the stupid formula. You start the review off with some kind of sentimental story. My father worked on a boat as a child and he had a blue dive watch that reminded me of this Prometheus mountain fire. Uh, I find its case to be, I don't give a fuck. I am so tired of the stupid formulaic reviews and I'm just like, I want to review my, I want to review my student. I'm I'm, going to do a haiku.
1: (laughs) You should do, you should do the haiku part two and the photos will be of you packing up the watch for shipment.
0: He's trying to have me talk myself out of science.
1: And it'll be more of a goodbye. It, 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 might, it might actually really just seal the deal.
0: Bring closure. Yeah. Yep. But I should do more haiku reviews. People really enjoyed that. <laughs> that was, that cool. was a good, that was a fun one. Yeah. I think uh, the Sumo was a big one, but it's just, I, I was dusting my office the other day. I picked it up. It literally had dust on it.
1: You dust your office?
0: Jeez. Yeah, I know. I know. It gets bad. Well, I have, I have these two cats and they shed like, no, it's fucking business. And, um, like I said before, I was, uh, my wife and I are talking about like, like kids and shit like next year or something or the year after that. And my first thought was, Oh my God, my house is fucking filthy. I can't bring a child into this house. I was like, I gotta, <clears throat> I gotta dust because <laughs> kids touch everything and then touch their mouths. I'm mm-hmm. just,
1: I'm just jealous of you. My, my wife walked into my, my, so my wife, uh, works, you know, at a mental health hospital Mm. Uh, and she specifically works with, um, I think the top something like the top fourteen most violent patients that are also suffering from, you know, crippling mental illness. Unfortunately, Christ, yeah. she she walked into my office and she's like, "It, it looks like one of my patients live live here." Oh so, that, why would um, she say that to you? What good could she have expected from coming from that to say to you? <laughs> she's supposed to be honest with me. So I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I'm just jealous that you keep your office clean.
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool here. I spend all my time in here, you know. I work from home all the time now and um I'm on video calls and shit like that. I got my I got my, my wall of watches behind me. Nice. People got a kick out of it. But yeah, the the sumo sumo's gonna go. Oh my god, it hurts my heart to say, but this Orion Star skeleton diver's gotta go. But yeah, with the I want a forty millimeter Sort of everyday watch I can wear that can be or doesn't have to be a diver. I really like the Railmaster, but I don't think I four thousand or five thousand dollars like it. That's mm. crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I kind of have it in my mind to maybe look at um one of the not annoying Zodiac Sea Wolves because those things are pretty small too. <laughs> they are annoying you know what I mean I don't want like the Mike and Ike special or whatever the fuck whatever the popsicle (laughs) the popsicle I don't want the creamsicle zodiac sea wolf you know what I mean or like like yeah I just they used to have um just like a straight green one it it, it, just post fossil uh, acquisition the sea wolves were in like a stainless steel bezel and then there was a green one and a red one and that Mm -hmm. was it for a long time nice Right, and I think there was a blue one too. Maybe I'll hunt down one of those. You know, what about you? What else? We have we have time. Hmm.
1: So that's that's all I'm really thinking about right now as I look in the box. Um, I'm, that's that's kind of where <laughs> that's kind of where I'm comfortable for now. Yeah. Um, but that begs the question. I, I mean, do you have any others that that you're kind of sure yes. of? Yes.
0: Let's all see. Right. Um. Raven Venture is going to go. Uh, I forgot
1: you had that thing. I
0: don't wear it. Again, it's redundant. <laughs> yours is Yours is fully bead blasted, right? Mine's fully bead blasted, and <sighs> it's a prototype, so the serial number is 000. <clears throat> That's so badass.
1: <laughs> well, if I sell my BlackBay GMT, maybe I'll talk to you about
0: it <laughs> <laughs> If you really want, I'll just give it to you, bro. If you want it?
1: i would have i would have um i had an early one as well and i feel like i feel like i would have kept the bead blasted one uh, but the, those are i know i'm not i know i'm getting more comfortable with bigger watches but um i i appreciate it but i i will i will pass but i i can that's a cool one that's a cool one to pass on to somebody else if if yeah. they're interested
0: oh yeah you know, I love the I love the photos I got in um for the review of that watch. That watch is fucking hard to photograph.
1: Yeah. In the future, if you're looking at Raven, check out the fully bead blasted stuff that he does. When he does them, they look really cool. Yeah, that, that's that's the venture to have. So cool. Uh
0: what else? I wanna keep that. I'm keeping that, keeping that, keeping that. I'm on the fence about the Timex MK one. Aluminum chronograph mm. I like it, it's a lot of fun I just don't wear it. Mm. You know, and so like I don't want To keep things I don't wear Yeah Um, Keeping that, I already said I'm keeping that There's a lot of stuff In uh, another watch box That's just like random old stuff I've accumulated That I just don't wear
1: Oh I might have some of that stuff too Well the thing is <sighs> With, with those types of watches, what I've been doing, you know, the other watch box that you, you forget that you have, um, I've been giving people watches, honestly. Maybe, maybe I'll just do that. There, there's some stuff where, you know, I'll, I'll, find a random Seiko and it's like, all right, I can put this on Reddit and argue with people for a month, <laughs> you know, or I can give it to somebody that, you know, I appreciate
0: my, what my wife and I have been doing is just we my my wife and I are, are, are assholes what we'll do a lot is we'll just drive around our town because we love our town's beautiful I love driving around I like just looking at houses and like all the fun architecture and things like that and every now and then we'll drive by someone's house and their garage will be open and it's just full of stuff mm-hmm. just like they can't even park their fucking cars Yeah, it's just full of stuff and I look at my wife and I just go ugh animals like look at me (laughs) look at these people and so we my wife and i are very very like almost aggressively decluttering to the point where i don't want a space to exist in our homes just to hold stuff
1: i don't really know what to do with if you really pause to think about it we are we are we are drowning in excess and Mm. wealth you know even if you're even if you're maybe a kind of closer to the lower end of income or whatever you still you can still have a lot of stuff yeah. and a lot of amenities and and comforts that people don't have in other other parts of the world yeah uh, and so that that you can still find yourself accumulating a ton of stuff and Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. We'll
0: systematically just purge. And the other day we were in the closet. We were in our closet. And then um, because my wife and I were talking about like trying to update our wardrobes and just trying to get rid of stuff that we just don't wear. Yeah. Um, But the rule is we can't buy something or look for something to like replace something unless we get rid of a bunch of stuff first. And so we were in there and... Because they have a, they just added like this big donation bin here recently, like just for clothes for like victims of like natural disasters, and I'm like fucking perfect. Yeah. Like, let's just put clothes we don't wear in there. And so if there's something in our closet, not counting like seasonal jackets and shit, that we haven't touched in six months, it's get it's it's leaving the house. And so um, we did that, and we filled the bag. I lifted the bag and I like hurt myself because it was so heavy. I'm like, I I have to know how much, I have to know how much weight is in this bag. It was a hundred pounds. Wow. Of clothes. Michael, we got rid of a sixth grader. All right. We threw a We threw a child into that bin. Metaphorically for Christ's sake, people, a hundred pounds of clothing. We didn't need, but in the process of doing that, I also saw the other watch box of watches that are just sitting there. Mhm. I'm probably going to get rid of my 3133.
1: Oh wow, yeah, you've had that.
0: Speaking I mean, of watches just sitting there.
1: That might be a nice sale though. I mean, eh. I don't know if I'd give that one away.
0: <clears throat> I'll figure something out with that watch. Yeah. But yeah, I don't I don't wear that watch. It's cool, but I don't wear it. Um well here, let's well yeah, so that's that's also what I'm thinking of also. It's just I don't want to have too much money tied into watches, and I just don't want clutter. Talking about kids and everything, I don't want my kid to see clutter and think clutter is normal. You know? (sighs) I'm sorry I keep talking about kids. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) It's on my mind a lot. But yeah, so that's just like that... That for me, it's this two, those two big things. Not having so much money tied into watches and then decluttering. But here, I want to do this. We actually have to answer Michael Hunsticker's question.
1: Yeah, we've done a pretty good job of holding this out until the very end. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I remembered it. <laughs> I'm glad we teased folks for an hour and 20 minutes. <laughs> it's What's what we is do.
0: What's the last watch we'd ever sell? I've been talking a punch. <clears throat> What's the la- the absolute, someone broke into your home, put a gun in your mouth and said, in order, tell me what you'd sell and then tell me the last watch you'd ever sell.
1: I could live, I could get rid of everything, everything, except the Doxa. That's, wow. That's, that's it. <laughs> I, it was, you know, and, and obviously I think I think the, the one watch that would make this really difficult is the, um, is the, the Panerai, you know, the one yeah. that I bought, you know, on a really, really nice vacation uh, before everything changed. Um, really, really, we have changed. Um, mm-hmm. But going back to what you were saying and, you know, tying watches to memories and all that kind of stuff, uh, that that's great and everything. But um there's just something about that Doxa where it's it's the combination of visual interest and uh, uniqueness in a way, uh, and just entertainment value in a watch. Um, I, I feel like I feel like I could really I could get used to thinking about Mike in the future with only that Doxa, just the Doxa. Yeah, <laughs> I think you've made the comment before. It's it's one watch
0: potential material with that watch it, for you. It is
1: really and, and it, it is that one it is that one dive watch where if I'm I don't know there's like a hot sexy new you know sub 1000 diver and uh, you know maybe I can look into this and I look at the docks and think you're an idiot. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: I don't I also don't really see them especially these 2017 models. I I feel like I haven't seen one for sale in a very long time.
0: Uh, I don't think I have
1: and then even even if I was even if I still wanted to call myself uh, a watch focused content creator or collector or watch enthusiast I still think like I can probably walk into a meetup with folks with one watch and have that be the doxa and still be okay you know if you're if you're passing around nautiluses and Speedmasters and subs okay fine I'm probably a good chance that i'm the only guy in that room with this watch
0: in a room full of blondes the brunette is the most attractive
1: <laughs> so, i mean yeah that's I, again it's tough it's tough to say that thinking about the panerai but if push came to shove i the doxa would be the one to stay
0: that's a good one i okay. love that
1: fast forward to episode 300 <laughs> Docs is for sale. Docs is going,
0: guys. Just (laughs) want to let you know. Shoot me a TM. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, no. No, I I believe it. I believe it. That's... that's. I feel how much you love that watch. Every time I see it, you show it to me. Mm -hmm. I believe it.
1: And it's so funny how how I... How I I was so close to passing on it. Mm. I was so close to passing on that watch... It, those things did sell out I think first within twenty four hours and then you had that weird restock with like the ones that were allocated but not allocated. Um uh I'm I'm just I'm glad it wasn't one of those deals where it sells out, you know, Halio style in <laughs> fourteen <laughs> seconds or something.
0: <laughs> you didn't interface your neural network DNA to your computer and act fast enough at midnight point zero 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 one milliseconds, dude. What are you doing? Of course they sold out. Yeah. I
1: don't understand. <laughs> we love we love you jason <laughs> i like i like my fair wind
0: <laughs> that watch's cool that's a cool one man, uh so oh
1: yeah man. all right let's let's do this what's what's yours I'm all right scared. i'm really scared
0: <laughs> i would sell the slava medical i would sell let me, i'm trying to face my microphone sorry I would sell my Omega. I would sell my Grand Seiko. I would sell my Christmas Chrono. I would sell my Ori Star GMT. I would sell. Um, I would sell everything. I would sell absolutely fucking everything, except my my little Seiko SMK at 05.
1: Damn.
0: I I couldn't I couldn't get that 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 I can't get rid of.
1: Big brain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that watch I can't get rid of. There's something yeah. about the little this little SNK805 and I've made this comment before all watch purchases I've ever made have been chasing the feeling I get from
1: this watch. That is like interesting. I'm
0: trying to chase what happened when I first wore this watch. Well, asshole, why don't you just wear the fucking watch? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why don't you just wear the $70 watch?
1: That's a good point, because I, I I never really looked at new watch purchases that way. That's that's
0: how I feel. That just might be a me thing. I'm also very emotionally yeah. crippled, so I don't know if that's the way everyone else feels. <laughs> but like for me, that's what that's why like I just want to find a small diver. This little SNK. How is things 37 millimeters?
1: People are gonna be mad.
0: They can be, be mad <laughs> all they want. I would sell everything. I painfully, I would sell everything. Except this. I would sell my big zero. I would sell I would sell, I just did this. I can't get rid of this.
1: I've this had one I've had so many of those. I can't <laughs> is that uh, how serviceable is that watch in terms of just op- opening <laughs> it up <laughs> oh, and Because that that's the one thing that would freak me out, you know. Can I can I keep a seven S two six running for the rest of my life? I mean you I mean, can open it. Probably you can. Yeah. It's and not. Then, it's, it's not one of those air sealed cases where you can't. Get
0: oh inside. no! It's it, 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 it's a screw case bag. You can open okay, it. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a it's a it's an exhibition screw case bag. Plus, I mean, honestly, if I couldn't service it, I'll just buy something else with the with the fucking movement and just ask someone to swap it for me. Mm-hmm. If for some reason it wasn't serviceable, you know. Nice. I mean, but this is. I mean, because the, I remember when I bought this watch. So the first watch I ever bought, I remember putting it on, getting ready for work and just feeling so good. Like this is my watch. This is, this is my watch. I feel great. I'm going to work now with my watch that I, I, I researched, I looked for it. You know, my friend at work, you recommended it Mm -hmm. under duress, obviously. Um, (laughs) This, I, I, I haven't really had that feeling I haven't felt like a regular person with any other watch except this watch. Does that no. make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I feel like a really like I feel like a very accomplished like oh I'm wearing my Grand Seiko it's beautiful. Look at the look at the titanium and the nine of course movement blah 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 like I feel yeah. like a proper like fat-throated watch beard, watch neck beard with other watches mm-hmm. but I've only ever felt like a regular person with um with the SNK05 you so know? cool. That's the one I couldn't do. Damn. Can't do it. Can do it.
1: This, is a spi- this is a spicy episode.
0: <laughs> Send <laughs> your hate mail to tvws.contact at gmail.com. email again is contact at gmail.com. Really hope everyone's enjoyed this discussion. It has been honestly a ton of fun. Huge shout out and another thank you to longtime listener and good friend of the show, M W for the show topic, which we took an incredible hour and 25 minutes to get to. (laughs) It's all right.
1: It was was on purpose.
0: (laughs) This is the whole part of the plan. It wasn't (laughs) due to, to, you know, conversational negligence. It was all (laughs) part of the plan. But no, this has been a lot of fun. Hubbard was enjoyed the show. Really, if you take anything away from the show, it's don't feel like you're trapped by your watches don't feel compelled to keep something because of what comments you might hear if you really don't wear something don't hang on to it yeah. you don't need to keep the watch to honor the memory of whatever happened you know during that situation you know what i mean um like it's just and the other thing don't have so much money tied up into watches especially if it's like If you've ever had to do fucking um, payroll math and like figure out if you can afford something and how long it would be before you could like feel comfortable financially again when you get another direct deposit in, if you've played that kind of fucking tightrope watch math, don't. (laughs) It's not worth it. Value your time way better than that because that's what you're doing. You're not playing with money. You're playing with your time, which you've traded for that money. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you found like a cigar box full of Krugerins in your backyard, then you're just fucking lucky. Um, but for the rest of everyone else that like has to you know work for money, um, yeah, just be smarter with your time. Um, yeah,
1: I mean at that point, just get into coin collecting because you're you already got a head start. <laughs>
0: yeah, clearly, clearly you were meant <laughs> to be a coin collector. <laughs> if you find like an Astro Boy lunchbox in your backyard full of fucking Krugerins, I mean that's just that's God telling you something. All right? <laughs> any any closing thoughts anything else um
1: no worth the the one thing I'd, I'd follow this up with is that we both hate selling watches so i'm curious to see how long this takes
0: <laughs> man worst comes to worst if i can't sell any of these things i'm just gonna tie them to a balloon
1: uh that's fair just-
0: just let them go, and wherever they fall, wherever they fall is the that's the new one. Hey, congratulations, you got you got a new watch.
1: Someone yeah. does someone does the math, and it's cheap cheaper for them to fly you to their neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Can you do that balloon thing, but in my backyard? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Listen, yeah, listen, Cass. I'm gonna get a BB gun. Okay, I'm gonna stand ten feet away from you. You let the balloon go, and then you do whatever the fuck you want to do. I'm gonna get that balloon. All right. I'm gonna wait for it to be over some kind of like cushy grass situation. And then I'm going to get that blue because I don't want my orange star to have road rash.
1: we we film it and this is how we revive the YouTube channel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to bring it back. Everyone. Um, let us know what's the last watch you'd ever sell. i broke broken to your home, put a gun in your mouth and said, choose, choose which darlings die and which stay. Um, which, which, what would you choose? What would be the last watch you'd sell? But here, let's do this, Michael. Is it that
1: sad time? It's that sad time. If you want to talk to us about any of the watches that we've sold, or want want to sell, just uh, oh, oh, you oh. know, I accept, uh, I accept Bitcoin and five five six. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Michael's no. getting into crypto.
1: No, hell no. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. No closing thoughts. This was fun.
0: Alright everyone. Michael, you yeah, you you can you can close us out. I'll I'll take us home.
1: Alright, thanks for listening, guys. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to two boat watch
0: knobs. Later.